Well, I am at another location and they don't have the drink ready yet. It's one young lady working by herself. So yeah, it might be a minute on this one. So I figure I'll go ahead and knock out another episode. Let's move on to Exodus 22. Ah, let's see here, Exodus 22, Exodus 22. Oh, why is it not? Oh, I forgot the signal is horrible over here. Here we go. I got one bar. All right, there we go. All right. Protection of property. So we're going to talk about property rights. If someone steals an ox or sheep and then kills or sells it, the thief must pay back five oxen for each ox stolen and four sheep for each sheep stolen. <clears throat> wow. So five times what was stolen and four times. Mm. I wonder why they came up with those numbers. <clears throat> so I got 31 verses. So 31 verses. So I don't have a ton of time to, to break these down or share my thoughts. All right. If a thief is caught in the act of breaking into a house and is struck and killed in the process, the person who killed the thief is not guilty of murder. Yeah, that law is still in our books today. Uh, yeah, if you go on somebody's property, yeah, you pretty much you trespass on somebody's property, especially at night. Yeah, yeah, you, you good. If he kills you, he has every right to kill you uh, if you do some, such a thing. But if it happens in daylight, the one who killed the thief is guilty of murder. Yeah, yeah, that the laws are still like that. Um, I remember remember that in my criminal law course. I want to think I'm talking about premeditation murder here. I say a thief who is caught must pay in full for everything he stole. If he cannot pay, he must be sold as a slave to pay for his theft. If someone steals an ox or a donkey or a sheep and is found in the chief's possession, I mean, in a thief's possession. So I got water droplets on my phone. Uh, then the thief must pay double the value of the stolen animal. Interesting. If an animal was grazing in a field or a vineyard and the owner lets it stray into someone else's field to graze, then the animal's owner must pay compensation from the best of his own grain or grapes. If you are burning thorn bushes and the fire gets out of control and spreads into another person's fields, destroying the sheaves or the uncut grain or the whole crop, the one who started the fire must pay for the lost crop. Suppose someone leaves money or goods with a neighbor for safekeeping and they are stolen from the neighbor's house. If the thief is caught, the compensation is double the value of what was stolen. But if the thief is not caught, the neighbor must appear before God who will determine if he stole the property. Hmm. Gotta go before God. God was God was the supreme judge. Still is. Suppose there verse nine. Suppose there is a dispute between two people who both claim to own a particular ox, donkey, sheep, article of clothing, or any lost property. Both parties must come before God, and the person whom God declares guilty must pay double compensation to the other. 
Mm. Now, suppose someone leaves a donkey or ox, sheep, or any other animal with a neighbor for safekeeping. But if it dies or is injured or is taken away and no one sees what happened, the neighbor must then take an oath in the presence of the Lord. If the Lord confirms that the neighbor did not steal the property, the owner must accept the verdict and no payment will be required. But if the animal was indeed stolen, the guilty person must pay compensation to the owner. If it was torn to pieces by a wild animal, the remains of the carcasses must be shown as evidence and no compensation will be required. Could you imagine having to stand before a guy back then? Like, yeah, I know he was like in the holies of holies. He had that tent that he's behind, but that would be interesting. Like bring bring this this con bring this whole structure of government back today. Oh man, God settling disputes. I mean, in a way, he does. It's just invisible. We just can't see it. <laughs> People try to call it karma. Up. The karma's gonna get you. It's like nah, the guy <laughs> sees it all. And right now, we're just in a um, time of grace and mercy. So this is very interesting. Where was I? Okay. If someone, verse 14, if someone borrows an animal from, hey, bird, can you pipe down? You look too loud up there. <laughs> Little bird up there. I should, I should probably move back so I don't get pooped on by one of these birds. If someone borrows an animal from a neighbor and it is injured or dies when the owner is absent, the person who borrowed it must pay full compensation. But if some, But if the owner was present, no compensation is required. And no compensation is required if the animal is rented, for this loss is covered by the rental fee. If the owner was present, no compensation is required. And no compensation is required if the animal was rented for this loss. It's like your insurance, the rental fee. Interesting. Man, it's, I don't know how people can't see that the Bible's uh, very relevant today. Like, all of this stuff is covered in our current laws. Like, yeah, we have laws that apply to all this stuff. Social responsibility. If a person, if a man seduces a virgin who is not engaged to anyone and has sex with her, he must pay the customary bride price and marry her. But if her father refuses to let him marry her, the man must still pay him an amount equal to the bride price of a virgin. Wow. You must not allow a sorceress to live. Anyone who has sexual relations with an animal must... Well, that's pretty simple. They, he didn't even, like, clarify any further on that. He just said, you must not allow a sorceress to live. Sorcerers are just people who channel, like, other spirits. I believe, yeah. Sorcery. Yeah. And other gods, yeah. Let me look at the exact definition of sorcery. Because it's... I'm kind of leery of doing that. Yeah, the use of magic, especially black magic. Yeah. There you go. That's why, yeah, Harry Potter and all that stuff. I don't watch that, that stuff. All that black magic. Now, don't get me wrong. There, I'll be super honest. There was one time I was in like a really low place. I almost felt like Saul. And I consulted this woman that I met that did tarot cards. And yeah. It was I, I never did anything like that ever. It's not even in my character to do that. It was like three years ago or like fresh after my divorce. And I, yeah, 
feel horrible about it. Yeah, I pray God, yes, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke any spirits tied to that. And yeah, I've repented of that since then. And yeah, if you're if you're into that, get out of it now because it's demonic. It's I hate to use that phrase demonic because it's overused in the Christian world sometimes. No, it can be overused because it really is. You're channeling demonic forces when you go go to that stuff and entertain that stuff. Uh, yeah, read the story of Saul, not Paul Saul, but Saul, um, the one who had to be comforted by David. We'll get there eventually. All right, let me wrap this up. I don't know if this drink is ready, but yeah, I'm gonna wrap this up and I'll go inside to see. They got one girl working on, here on Memorial Day by herself. Ain't no good and well even have another person here working. Um, but yeah, let me read wrap this up. So verse 19. Anyone who has sexual relations with an animal must certainly be put to death. So that's bestiality. Anyone who sacrifices to any God other than the Lord must be destroyed. Man, God did not play. And if God is the same yesterday, today, and forever, the only thing that's keeping us alive is the grace of God. And yeah, this is the age of grace. And uh, let's see here. You, verse 21, you must not mistreat or oppress foreigners in any way. Remember, you yourselves were once foreigners in the land of Egypt. You must not exploit a widow or an orphan. If you exploit them in any way and they cry out to me, then I will certainly hear their cry. My anger will blaze against you. Oh, you don't want God's anger to blaze against you. <laughs> and I will kill you with the sword. Then your wives will be widows and your children fatherless. Mm, I'm highlighting these. If you lend money to any of my people who are in need, do not charge interest as a money lender would. If you take your neighbor's cloak as security for a loan, <laughs> it's crazy to use a cloak as collateral. Could you imagine going into bank today, a bank, and be like, hey, uh, I got this nice coat, um, this starter jacket, uh, this members-only jacket. Can you uh, use this as collateral, this fur coat? This coat may be the only blanket your neighbor has. How can a person sleep without it? If you do not return it and your neighbor cries out to me for help, then I will hear for I will hear for I am merciful. Mm, you must not dishonor God or curse any of your rulers. You must not hold anything back when you give me offerings from your crops and your wine. You must give me your firstborn sons. You must also give me the firstborn of your cattle, sheep, and goats. Believe the newborn animal with this mother for seven days. Then give it to me on the eighth day. Eighth day is the day of new beginnings. You must be my holy people. Therefore, do not eat any animal that has been torn up, killed, and, and killed by wild animals. Throw it to the dogs. Mm. I'll never forgive my buddies. I have some, some buddies. Um out in Colorado, they hit a deer one time and um, instead of leaving on the side of the road, they threw it in their trunk, took it to a nearby, um, you know, those little rest stops where they got grills outside. They straight up grilled, started a fire and grilled and cooked the deer right on the side of the road. Technically, I guess they would be in violation of well, this scripture says, do not eat any animal that has been torn up and killed by wild animals. But yeah, that, I don't know. I guess that scripture doesn't apply here. But it was just weird that they did that. <laughs> they some country boys, for real.
Uh, anyway, uh, dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this word. Thank you for your constant provision. You constantly speaking to us. I thank you, Lord, that we live in the age of grace, Lord, that keeps us from even when we violate these laws, Lord, when we violate your your purpose and plan for our, our lives, you, the plan you originally destined for us, Lord, you are constantly, yeah, giving us grace and mercy. Surround us with your angels. Keep us as we continue to go through this day and uh, pray that this word would continue to just permeate and, and grow, grow like a seed. It would go into our hearts and grow um, into a beautiful fruit, beautiful tree of life. And uh, in Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. All right, let me go see if this drink is ready. It should have been ready a long time ago, but we'll see.